Hey, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into For Real Though with me, Rocco Ruiz. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about a movie that had me apprehensive for a while. Not because of the movie itself, but just because of DC's track record in general. Because, you know, DC movies, they, they put out good trailers. Like, Suicide Squad's trailer was freaking awesome. And, well, BVS, Batman vs. Superman's trailer was great. But when the movies came out, they weren't as good as you thought they might be. So, when I saw the trailer for Shazam, it looked really funny. It looked like it could be enjoyable. But I didn't want to assume that the movie was going to be as good as the trailer. And the trailer itself seemed average. Like, I thought it was just going to be like an average movie after seeing the trailer. So, with DC's track record, I thought, okay, the trailer looks average. So, the movie the movie might even be below average or it might even suck. But I'm happy to say that I was wrong. <laughs> Shazam was was a great movie. And if you haven't seen it yet... Don't worry, the way this podcast is going to work is I'm going to be talking about the movie without spoilers for the first half, and then if you want to keep listening on until the end, I'll be talking about the movie more in-depth with the spoilers because like, I can't uh, review the movie completely without diving into the more detailed plot points of the movie. So Shazam! It was good. It was so entertaining, but I think... The main reason why this movie was so fun was because you know how DC lately has been trying so hard to be Marvel, it shows. Like, when Man of Steel came out, okay, um, just so you guys know, I loved Man of Steel. I really loved Man of Steel. Like, it's my favorite Superman movie of all time. When Man of Steel came out, it was kind of like establishing the tone of DC being dark and um, I like that I really enjoyed it it was it was fresh because like Marvel takes care of the fun movies I want something dark I want something more mature when it comes to the, the DC universe so okay they made Man of Steel dark next they made um, Batman versus Superman really dark and People didn't like it. Like, the fans didn't like it. And you know what sucks about that is I liked how dark Batman vs. Superman was. I liked the direction it was going into. But the producers kind of got pressured into listening to the fans. Because, let's be honest, at the end of the day, filmmaking is a business. And you're trying to sell to your customer. And if the customer doesn't like what's being sold, you know, it, it might change the way the product's being made. So fans weren't happy about how dark Batman vs. Superman was. So you could see how in Suicide Squad, they kind of did reshoots. They kind of re-edited the movie to make it too fun. And also Aquaman, you know, it was fun. It was entertaining, but it felt like it was trying too hard to be a Marvel movie. But I digress. So I really enjoyed how... DC was heading towards a dark direction, right? But the fans kind of ruined it by pressuring the producers and stuff to make the movies more light. So we have, like, these dark movies. Like, Justice League. Justice League's supposed to be uh, really grounded. Well, not 
necessarily realistic, but it's supposed to be not that funny. Like, if you've seen the DC animated movies for Justice League, sure, there are some jokes thrown in there, but overall, they're dark movies. Like, they're serious, they're heavy to watch, and I really enjoy that about the Justice League movies. DC, by the way, just so you guys know, those who don't watch DC animated movies, they're so good. Like, they're way better than the Marvel animated movies. The DC video games are way better than the Marvel video games besides Spider-Man. Because apparently Spider-Man's, like, one of the best games of all time. The PS4 Spider-Man. But, okay, I'm getting sidetracked again here. DC puts out good animated movies because they know the tone that they should go for. And that's dark and mature. And Justice League... The live-action Justice League was obviously trying so hard to be light and funny like a Marvel movie, and it failed. Like, sure, some people liked it, but, dude, I could see how it was trying so hard to be like Marvel. And it kind of threw me off. Like, they started out so good with Man of Steel, and Justice League just ruined the whole tone of DC. Like, make up your mind. Commit already. Like, if you're gonna start with a dark universe, like, a dark-toned universe... Commit to it. And DC just failed to commit to it. Because of pressure. And what I'm happy to say... um, I'm happy to say that Shazam... Shazam was a light-hearted movie that had a Marvel-like tone. But it worked. Because with a superhero like Shazam, who is a child who gets turned into this Superman-like superhero... With even more powers than Superman, I think. I could be wrong. But it works. DC trying to be fun like Marvel works for Shazam. It was just entertaining beginning to end. Like, if you ask me what my favorite DC EU movie was, I'm talking about DC EU, not DC in general, because The Dark Knight is like the best DC movie ever. But it's not counted in the DC Extended Universe. If you ask me, what the best DCEU movies were. First is Man of Steel. Second would be Shazam. Shazam was just so entertaining beginning to end. It did its job at being what it had to be. Which was a fun, light-hearted family movie. And nothing felt forced. I wouldn't change a single thing about the movie. You know why? Because everything just worked. Everything fell into place. And let me start off with saying that the cast... The casting was perfect. Zachary Levi owned the role of Shazam. He just really seems like a kid in an adult's body. He carried it. He carried the role. And his chemistry with the other characters was amazing. Like his chemistry with the kid who played Freddy. Oh, the kid who played Freddy though. Like he stole the show. Like he just stole every scene he was in. He was just one of the most relatable characters in the movie. And props to that kid. You're great at acting, dude. Keep doing what you do. He was also the kid. um, And I'm pretty sure he was the kid in It. He was the kid who played Eddie, I believe. I could be wrong about the name. But he was that really cowardly kid in It. The two best actors in the entire movie were Shazam. Zachary Levi playing Shazam. And the kid who played Freddy. So the kid who played Billy Batson did a really good job. Like, he... Owned the role too. 
Like, you could see how much he's so conflicted. Like, he wants to be a kid. He's still a fun-loving kid, but he wants to be mature enough to take care of himself. He wants to find his mom. He's hella determined to find his mom. And everyone else in the movie was great, too. Um, but, yeah, the best ones for me were Zachary Levi and the kid who played Freddy. Like, two best ones in the whole movie. They carried the film. I mean, everything in the film worked out great, but they were the parts that worked out best. The film's theme about family, it you never lost, you know, uh, focus on that when you're watching the movie. You know sometimes how movies don't know what they're trying to do, and it shows. This movie... You know, it shows that it knows what it's trying to do. It's trying to be a family film about family. And you never lose sight of that theme throughout the whole movie. Like, I'm not even kidding. There's some scenes in the movie, like... I know it's a light family movie, but you might be close to shedding a tear or two out of just happiness or sadness. Like, okay, I'm, I don't want to overhype it. Like, it's not gonna definitely make everybody cry like I don't know Toy Story 3 or anything like that but there are some emotional scenes that that seem so genuine and authentic that it just brought a huge smile to my face like beginning to end of Shazam I guess that's the best word I have to describe it is genuine like it felt so pure it felt kind of like you know how in the movie the original Shazam, the original wizard who was looking to pass on his power to someone, was looking for someone pure of heart, and it was Billy Batson. This movie is the Billy Batson of movies. Like, it's pure of heart. Like, sure, it's not perfect. Sure, it's not, like, anything, let's say, remarkable. But it's pure. And that's all it needs to be. Like, it's doing it the best job it can be for what it needs to be. And that's Shazam. I've been trying to hold back seeing some spoilery details. But okay, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I suggest you go out there right now and watch it. It's one of the best DCEU movies so far. I'm happy to say that DC's been doing a good job lately with its solo movies. Like Wonder Woman was good. Man of Steel was good. Shazam was good. Aquaman was okay. But um, I hope they're going to keep being like this. Focus on solo movies first, DC, because it's what you do best. Don't fast forward to the team movies first. No Justice League movies first. No team movies. Stick to solo movies. Let Marvel take care of the team movies for now. You don't have to compete all the time, okay? Okay. So, if you haven't watched the movie yet and you don't want to listen to spoilers, well, you Gotta pause the podcast right now and come back later. Because now I'm going to talk about some major spoilers in Shazam. Okay. I wind ya. Three, two, one. Okay, spoiler alert. Okay, the stuff I loved the most about Shazam was the ending, man. The ending where you could just see how happy all the kids were when they got all the powers and they shared it. And man, that scene was amazing. Especially, you know, when Freddy, when Freddy got the ability to fly. Like, I almost shed a tear there. Because, like, this kid who can barely walk, who's obsessed with superheroes, can suddenly fly. It just it made my heart, like, explode. Like, that scene, that entire scene was amazing. But that scene with Freddy in particular made me really happy. And I just love how the whole movie just really 
it, it never lost sight of that theme, man. The theme about being together and being a family, even if it's not the family you expected. Because, like, when Billy Batson finally found his mom and he realized that his mom gave him up. Like, this person he's been looking for just gave him up. Like, it turns out, like, she wasn't even looking for him. She just abandoned him. Like, that, that scene really cut me deep, man. Like, it was so sad to watch that this person who we cared so much for didn't really care about him that much. Well, she cared about him enough to know that he would have had a better life being raised by someone else. But, man, it was just so painful to watch. Like, he finally found his mom who he's been looking for since he was a kid, a toddler. It was kind of heartbreaking. But I'm happy to say that the way he handled it was so mature. And I'm proud of him. I know he's a fictional character, but I'm proud of him. He was so mature and he used it to become a better person and to know who really mattered in his life. His new foster family who cared for him all along, they really mattered. And all the all the foster kids were amazing, man, in, in, the, in the movie. Like, I wouldn't delete anyone from the movie. Like, that chubby kid who doesn't talk much, that Asian gamer kid, that really sweet little kid with glasses who can't keep a secret. Like... She was so pure. Like, all of the characters in this movie, they're so, so likable. And that's one of the best things about this movie. Almost everything in it is likable. Although, I must say that the villain, being as bad as he is, could have been more threatening. Like, he could have at least hurt the kids a bit. But I know it's a G-rated movie. They couldn't show blood. They couldn't be too scary. So that's okay. That's forgivable. But I'm just saying he could have been scarier if he actually hurt someone we cared about. Like, he didn't have to kill anyone we cared about, but just show that he could actually hurt them. Yeah, that's it. Like, Mark Strong was a good villain. Like, when is he not a good actor? When is he not, not a good villain? But... He could have been more threatening, but I'm just nitpicking here because I can't really say that if he was more threatening, like if they did make him scarier, like I'm not sure kids would enjoy this movie so much. They might be too scared. So that's okay. It's forgivable that he wasn't that scary. It's it's basically a kid's movie. Shazam is like a kid's movie that adults can really enjoy. And that's all I have to say. Like, And... Well, it's not all I have to say. I have one last thing to say. The last thing I have to say is, DC, please walk before you can run. Don't include Shazam in Justice League so soon. Like, give him a good sequel first, at least. Or don't even make him a sequel if it's gonna suck. Just keep your movies pure and genuine and authentic. And people will enjoy them. People will watch them. And I really hope that Shazam is a sign that there's hope for DC now. Like, DC can know what they're doing. Because the Joker trailer, man, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix looks like it's going to be freaking amazing. And I hope they commit to it. Like, if you're going to make a dark DC movie, commit to it. Don't water it down and make it, you know... PG-13. If it's R-rated, stick to making it R-rated. Whereas with Shazam, if you're gonna stick to making something G-rated, commit. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable for the whole family, but don't make it stupid. And that's all I have to say about Shazam. If you haven't seen it yet, why do you listen to the spoilers, man? You made me ruin the ending for you!
But yeah, if you haven't seen Shazam yet, go out, see it. It's amazing. If you've already seen it, see it again, because I want to see it again. It's just so good. Like, Zachary Levi owned the role. It's an amazing movie. If anything, I just wish it had a more memorable musical score. But again, I'm just nitpicking. Shazam's amazing. For real, though.